0: Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Have you ever made a mistake and really beat yourself up about it afterwards? For lots of people, the after-effects of having made a mistake can last for days, weeks, and sometimes even years. Many of us won't explore new possibilities or opportunities because we're still caught in the distortion of the shame of a mistake made long ago, or afraid of making a mistake in the future. Is it possible to break through the paralysis of the fear of making mistakes? Today, Tia and I discuss what causes the fear of making mistakes from spirit perspective and how to shift from fear into taking advantage of the potential of the learning opportunities that mistakes can provide. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Let's jump right in. Hi guys, I just wanted to let you know that we have um, some gardening going on in the background so you may hear some noise. And also, it has been a little while since we have seen Tia, because Chris and I have been away in Mexico for a couple of months, and we've taken a little break from filming. So for those of you who didn't know that, we haven't been seeing Tia in order to film for a while, so she looks a little different. So she is six months pregnant. Yeah. Woo! And um, so if you notice that, um, she hasn't suddenly gained 50 pounds. She's actually (laughs) pregnant with... A six-month-year-old child. Yes. (laughs) I've not been eating a ton of burritos.
1: (laughs) Yeah. A lot of changes, a lot of shifts, a lot of exciting new things. But we're back, and here we are. Here we are. And so today, we're talking about mistakes. Yeah. Right? So a lot of people might think of mistakes as a negative thing. Yeah. And I know you have a lot of insight on how it can actually be positive. Yeah. And how that relates to frequency.
0: Yeah, totally. So I think the thing is you know a lot of people fear mistakes i've noticed that right they because people don't want to feel stupid they don't want to be judged by other people there's a lot of fear around and shame around making mistakes and it starts when we're really small actually right Mm -hmm. we're afraid of making a mistake and getting punished by our parents or whatever Mm -hmm. it is right there's a lot of distortion around making a, a fool of yourself or making an error and so i just wanted to talk about this because What I've noticed for some people is how they are in their frequency resonance with regards to mistakes really is an indicator of how much they can grow. Mm -hmm. Because I've noticed that some people are so paralyzed by the fear of making a mistake, they don't ever go outside of their comfort zone. And as a result, they don't grow very much. And the opportunities and the possibilities that they have available to them aren't really there. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're talking about this today. Mm -hmm. And the thing that you have to remember about making a mistake is that It's really um, that small S self, that ego mind self, you know, that we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. When we have that perspective, it can be really difficult because we are, you know, like I said, we feel that shame. We feel the... um, perceived story that others might have of us. Like, they may not even think anything of you. They may not even have noticed the mistake. But at the same time, we are so sensitized to it that we may not want to, you know, move forward.
1: Yeah, exactly, Karen. And there's a quote that the master has failed Mm -hmm. more than the student has even tried.
0: Yeah, So exactly. And um, so unless you put yourself out there into the realm of the unknown and are okay with uh, making a mistake, you're never gonna grow out of the comfort zone and you'll never gain mastery. So exactly, right? And mm-hmm. and it's interesting, there are cultures where there's a lot of shame around making a mistake, right? Especially, I'm talking to all of you East Asians out there. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> that is a massive lineage distortion pattern too clear and cultural distortion pattern. Mm-hmm. And it actually will keep you in a very small box, mm-hmm. and it can be very paralyzing because people can live with that shame forever mm-hmm. and never sort of get past it because it's so strong in that cultural distortion, that mm-hmm. cultural and lineage distortion pattern is so strong. So until we can release those things from frequency level, it kind of entraps people, yeah. you know, into like a, a smaller box yeah. because there's no trying of something um, new. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's an important thing to do. I've also heard, it's interesting, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I've also heard that um, for men, it's harder for them to try things that they don't know or they're not good at Uh. than it is for women. Because for women, when you have a baby, you have to try all these different things. to. You don't know what you're doing. Nope. Right? And you have to just try whatever it is that you need to to make the child stop crying, or whatever it is that mm-hmm. you need to do in that moment to help your child. Yeah. And so, um, and there's all these cultural distortion patterns there are around that. Now, I don't know if that's actually true or not, but I heard that somewhere. So, whatever the case is, there's so much limitation around mistake, you know? And there's a lot of pressure culturally to be perfect. I mean, look at our social media, right? It's like all these lives where we're like, oh, everything's perfect, everything's glorious in our lives. And if a mistake is made, it's like ridiculed. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, mm-hmm. you know? There's like a lot of like um, on social media, like people will beat up people who make a mistake and they're public about their mistake.
1: Yeah, true. Kind of interesting. True. And you're right, the way we're portraying ourselves is only those perfect moments. moments. Yeah. Thankfully, a little bit more now, people are tending to be authentic but even then it's like you're choosing what authentic moment you want to put up yeah
0: so it's it's yeah yeah it's a lot yeah. yeah so i think that there's a lot of pressure right now and like for example um Even if you take something like singing, right, which is a very pleasurable human act, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you're not, you know, a lot of people sing in the shower or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if you say, if you're all of a sudden, you're about singing in front of other people, not necessarily on stage, but, you know, just even at a table or whatever, people will freeze up because they don't want to look dumb. And they'll say, oh, I'm not a good singer. But it's not about being a good singer. It's about the pleasure of singing, Right. right? But this is the other thing that's great about frequency work is that you start to gain internal strength. You start because you become internally strong, and you release your distortion pattern. Your frequency resonance is higher. You really, honestly, start to care much less about what other think people think about you, and you, we, you also, because you're clearer of your distortion, don't perceive judgment where there isn't.
1: Uh. You know, That's because huge.
0: we, a lot of times, will make a lot of assumptions yeah, about what think, other people think. think
1: everyone's judging us from Yeah, them. when
0: yeah. they're not, they actually don't really care. <laughs> it sounds terrible, right? They're thinking about their own problems. Yeah, I was going to say, they're always just thinking about themselves. themselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're thinking about their own problems. Yeah. So we make all of these assumptions that limit us from having these more expanded experiences of just the joyfulness of mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not... It's like, does it matter that you're not a pitch perfect singer? I mean, you're not performing in front of stadiums of people, Mm -hmm. but yet we put that pressure on us ourselves because we Mm -hmm. don't want to look foolish, we don't want to make a mistake, we Mm -hmm. don't want to fail in some way. Mm -hmm. The more you strengthen, what happens is you gain an internal confidence, and that confidence is in yourself, in the knowing that you can transcend, right? That's what surrender from strength is, Mm -hmm. where you're in surrender only to pure source and your higher self. So in that, there's this implicit assumption that you know that you'll transcend in some way. Like, you'll figure it out. Like, you don't know what the answer is now, but that's okay. You'll Mm -hmm. figure it out as you go Mm -hmm. along, you know? And I think that, in part, is the the power of frequency work that's not often spoken about, this internal strengthening. So you're like, well, I'm just going to give it a go. And how, because you're in surrender and more neutrality, you can then give it a go and adapt to whatever shows up. Right. And I think we all know people like that, um, whether they
1: became internally strong through frequency work or, I don't know, whatever else. But there's that authenticity Uh that when they make a mistake, whatever, when they do or don't, whatever... People like that. Like yeah. my mom always said, nobody likes a perfect person. Yeah, no. <laughs> right? Yeah, like you kind of you, secretly hate them. You want
0: to be authentic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Make the mistakes and be authentic about it. And yeah. it's beautiful. It's life. Yeah, exactly. You know? And in terms of what you're talking about, in terms of authenticity. So when we make a mistake, here, here's what I'm going to say about mistakes. It's really important to take accountability. Mm. Because there's so many people in the world today that are on the public stage that are not taking accountability. You're like, um, it's so clear that you made that mistake and judgment you are human however and fallible so it's okay mm-hmm. i feel like to say well that's a mistake i made i am human i will do my best to take whatever means or measures to correct that mm-hmm. and then learn from it because you know the funny thing is people can either just pretend like it never happened and not take accountability or people take accountability so hard you know and then they like sell, beat themselves oh, up right themselves. you know and they just kind of get paralyzed by the fact that they screwed up yes know and that can be really debilitating so that's not like accountability that's like self-punishment at this point you know yeah I'm glad you mentioned that yeah Yeah. so it's important to when you have a mistake to be like okay that's me and my humanness so I made that mistake okay yeah I take accountability for that I apologize for that and what am I going to do so in the future that isn't there yeah and I can grow and become better from it exactly And I'll learn, and not only grow and become better, who knows in that growing or becoming better what you'll discover that will help someone else or help yourself fit a higher order or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It's in that transcending of the mistake that that's where the magic can be.
1: Yeah, and speaking of magic, especially I'm thinking of art. Yeah. Like, a lot of mistakes in art end up being the best thing that ever happened, right? Yeah. I remember when I was glass blowing in college, like this is just one small example. I was making something, and with glass blowing, you have to keep spinning the glass, right? It's yeah. gravity. Yeah. You can't just like stop. Stop. And I messed up, and I was like, ah, and I just. And so my partner was like, no, 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 keep going. You know, I ended up making this amazing, it was like a see-through apple. You could see, anyway, it was cool. And so that would have never happened without the mistake.
0: And you see that a lot, too, in history. Yeah, totally. Mistakes
1: end up being this amazing thing.
0: Amazing thing. And not only just in art, in innovation. Exactly. Like how many things have been discovered because someone made a mistake? Yeah. Tons. He right? yeah. would have been like, oh, yeah, we didn't know that was going to happen at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then this came from it.
1: Yeah. You know, a lot of people do really want to be comfortable.
0: Yeah. And that
1: discomfort of the unknown or trying something new can paralyze them, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So the thing is, like I said, is to the thing about mistakes is it's never really, people equate mistake with failure. Right. It's, to me, it's only a failure if you don't learn and grow from it, right? right? It's a mistake. Yes, I mean, it's human to make a mistake, but how do you handle it? That's the thing afterwards. Like, that's the important piece. You know, it's like um, fear and courage. Like, you know, it's not like people are fearless and they go, like, have courage. And a lot of people have courage and fear at the same time. (laughs) You know? And they just move through that fear, even though, and that's the courage, you know? Mm -hmm. It takes that strength of like, oh, my God, I'm terrified. I'm still going to do this anyway. Yes. Right? And it's the same thing. It's like with mistake, it's just like, okay, well, I screwed up. And I'm going to like learn from this because it allows me to observe, get better, become stronger, perhaps innovate, you know, and all that is really important. So to me, um, releasing the distortion pattern around this is really important because it makes us process through that faster. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes we can get hung up. the mistakes we've made, we can live through them, you know, because they happened years ago. Like, I know people when they come into sessions, they are still living the distortion pattern of a mistake they made 25 years ago. And I'm like, whoa, this distortion pattern, I mean, you did this thing 25 years ago, you're you're no longer the same person but they hang onto that memory of that. So once you can clear that distortion, finally they're like, okay, free, now I can move into, and that's a time loop distortion too, pulls them back into the past. Mm. So now you can be more fully in the present and able to just respond to what's happening Mm -hmm. so I think that's a really important thing
1: yeah and also confidence like I'm thinking about what is where does true confidence really come from it's Mm -hmm. not perfection no it's not it's like how like you were saying how you react to the mistake and how you overcome and then you're like right even more
0: strong like that internal strength Absolutely. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a really important thing. So um, for those of you who want to go deeper with this, I mean, we have the uh, group frequency calibration that's associated with this episode that you can watch. And then I'm going to give a um, an entire G, uh, group frequency calibration for purchase, which will go deeper on this, to help people who kind of get stuck
1: yeah. with
0: mistake or feel like they can't move forward because of a mistake they made in the past or whatever it is, just to help give you more momentum. Mm-hmm. Because really, I mean, again, the thing is, um, a mistake can be your ally, and it can be constructive if you have the distortion patterns cleared. So it's not like you're going to go, like skip into mistakes as if they're glorious. But it's more like you have that strength in knowing in yourself that you can transcend, that you right. can figure it out, that you will adapt, mm-hmm. and that's the important part. Right, yeah. that you don't beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. And that you
1: don't learn from, you know, it's a it's a balance between. Them. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So you don't go into self-judgment, self-punishment, right. stasis, basically. Yeah, right. And then that doesn't help anybody. No. So the point is to use it as a form of momentum, as a form of catalyst, as opposed to as a form, of something that keeps you stuck in the same place. Beautiful. Perfect, yeah. Karen. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the group frequency calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group Frequency Calibration for Learning from Mistakes, the vlog episode. So, this is a introductory uh, group frequency calibration. It uh, will help you start to get gain momentum if you um, have been sort of mired or stuck in place uh from mistake. But for those of you who have uh, more patterns of shame from a past mistake you have difficulty letting go of mistakes and moving forward, you have difficulty learning from mistakes, that would be a deeper thing to go into in terms of distortion, and I would recommend the two-part GFC that we are giving live or that is available for purchase on website. Okay,
2: here we go. Settling in. Becoming aware of your body.
0: And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of the backs of your knees. And as you become
2: aware of this space, just noticing what the backs of your knees are touching, whether they seem warm or cool to you.
0: If they're a little uh, damp, if they're dry, just noticing the space behind
2: the backs of your knees. Good. Yep. Now, becoming aware of the soles of your feet. Noticing the texture of whatever they're touching, whether it's a piece of clothing or a sheet, blanket, perhaps the floor surface, which is uh,
0: beyond your socks. Just noticing the soles of your feet. And even if the soles of your feet are in contact with the air,
2: noticing that. Good. And now becoming aware of your breath, perhaps for the first time today. Just noticing it at first without changing it. And after you've noticed your breath, a few breaths, then allowing your breath to deepen, to lengthen, and
0: to fill more of your inner landscape, so allowing your breath to drop deeper into the body.
2: Uh-huh,
0: and if you can starting to imagine your breath expanding and contracting spherically around you, even as your breath deepens, okay so most people when they think of their breath even if they even think of the direction of their breath at all, will think of their breath um coming out in front of them. In this case, though, just
2: imagine it expanding in all directions around you. Cultivating spherical awareness. Good. Yeah. hmm Excellent. And now becoming aware, please, of your surroundings. And as you become aware of your surroundings,
0: noticing things like that soundscape around you, especially if you're new. Okay, So if you're not used to noticing your surroundings, focusing on one sense. So, if you're new, focusing on sound, noticing the sounds around you, including the repetitive, softer sounds that we don't
2: often hear or notice because it becomes sort of like white noise. So, as you're noticing the soundscape around you, noticing the noise, the relative direction from which the sound is coming and the approximate distance. So for example, you may notice the sound of the whirring of your computer fan, which is to the right of you and it's pretty close. And further away behind you are the sounds of bird song through an open window. And further away than that
0: is the sound of traffic in the distance. Whatever it is for you, just noticing the soundscape, both on your end and on my end,
2: And if you're more experienced, picking a different sense. Okay? If sound is something that you use often, choose a different sense. Good. And now please blink your eyes open. And notice the quality of the light. Maintaining a soft focus. Just noticing the quality of the light. Even if you're sitting in semi-darkness. Noticing that quality of light. We're very, very rarely in absolute darkness. So even semi-darkness has a quality to it. So just noticing that. Yeah. Good. And now, with your eyes open, please
0: triangulate. So for those of you who are new, triangulating simply means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. What those inanimate objects are is not important. So what you would do is for object A, let's imagine that's the armchair. And the armchair is about seven feet to you. You would notice, okay, the distance between the armchair and me is about seven feet, and then you would feel the distance between the armchair and you. Please do this for objects B and C. And as you do this, you'll notice that your sense of where you are in space somehow comes more into focus,
2: becomes more specific, and more present for you.
0: Yeah, and as you're doing that, I'm pulling us all more into the zero point of space and time, and by you triangulating, you are active in that centering of
2: yourself. Yeah. For more on the zero point, I do recommend episode 151 of Mastering Your World the Frequencies. So, when you have completed your Triangulation, blinking your eyes closed, becoming aware of your heart space in the center of your chest, in your nipple line. Good. Let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath here,
0: keeping a hand or a finger or something over the center of your heart space as you take a nice deep breath, Hold in your breath for a count
2: of four, and then whenever you finish that four
0: count, releasing your breath at the speed and intensity you prefer holding your breath out for a count of 6
2: and as you finish this one single long breath
0: we're waiting for the mastermind to call us and become coherent just breathing normally whenever you finish that long breath.
2: And as we wait for the mastermind to become coherent, please know that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. That I will sometimes work in silence. So if you don't hear me, it's not that I'm not working on you, it's
0: just that if I'm working with very high frequencies, to make physical sound actually just drops the frequency resonance, which doesn't benefit you. I also do make physical sound. So if you hear me, you likely will hear me yawn or hum or exhale sharply. And that's just how I release uh, the stickier, heavier distortion patterns. Not always, but often. And if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely a distortion pattern that you run. And if I say something that you really resist, it's likely a distortion pattern that you run. So I invite you to remain open. Curious, and to explore further. Good. Now that the mastermind has coalesced, keeping your attention in the center of the heart space and also in the space between your forehead and your pineal gland. So you can place a hand on your heart, a hand in the front of your forehead if that's helpful for you. But keeping your attention on these two spots. Let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become? even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again, for those of you who are new, is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this surprisingly vast space, please imagine a brilliance at its very, very core that starts to brighten even more because you have your attention on it.
2: And as this brilliance
0: intensifies, even more it starts to expand outwards in all directions out through your organs
2: your bone Expanding out further through your muscles, your flesh, and eventually radiating out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and your spirit body which is a sphere at arm's length all around you, becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere.
0: And now become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware
2: of this infinite space, I'm working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance, irrespective of where it began. How high your frequency resonance is determines everything from how your reality looks, how you perceive it, how much momentum you can gain on spirit level. So this is one of the most important things we do together. Good. Mm-hmm.
0: Excellent. Bring your attention, please, to the center of your heart space and the center of your solar plexus. So, what happens with mistakes is that we can time distort. Okay, so a number of you have a time distortion where you'll loop when you focus on the mistake into a time loop in the in the past. Okay, which takes you out of the present moment. And then you it's a weird distortion because it starts to create worry about the future. So you're kind of pinging between uh, two time distortions which uh, keep you out of the present moment. The present moment is very important because that is the most um, uh, powerful place to be in terms of being able to influence your reality. So if you're in a time distortion in the past and or in the future, you're in a very disempowered position, okay? So let's release this.
2: Now for some of you,
0: this time distortion is very, very deep, okay? So you're probably gonna need more than this GFC, but this should start to help you stay more in the present moment as opposed to firmly in the time distortion of the past,
2: really keeping your focus on these two spots, okay? Even if your attention wants to wander. There we go. Yeah, bring
0: your attention please to the space between the vertebrae and your neck. So because um, a mistake can cause shame or the feeling of, um, of being stupid, uh, that will cause you to not stay centered in your body because okay, it's a painful thing. So what I'm doing is I'm just releasing this distortion pattern, which pulls you right into your head. For some of you, it will pull you up and out of your body. Okay, you get a little floaty because you don't want to deal with the feeling of it. You want to escape. So whatever your case is, just
2: releasing this. Mm -hmm. Yep. Bring your
0: attention, please, to that syphoid process right beneath the sternum, which is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest. And about three inches or seven centimeters right beneath it. Just going to clear out your pain bodies, which are overly active, okay, and sensitized, okay, because of the mistake. So your pain bodies are very, very active when it comes to this. So I'm just going to clear them out and adjust them so you're having... Less sensitization of the pain body.
2: This is where you can start to beat yourself up for something, okay, as opposed to acknowledging the mistake, taking accountability, looking to improve, etc. Good, and we're clearing your pain body as well because your pain body has a memory of you before uh, the frequency work was done. And so this just helps you to integrate better. It only takes a couple of seconds. Good.
0: This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics If you like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.